Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Beards and Buff podcast. I'm here with Kyle Lasagna, who is buff and has a beard. Kyle, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good, Jared. You know, it's a pleasure to be on the Beards and Buff podcast because I do have a beard and I am buff. Yeah. So it's very fitting. That, that is true. Uh, well known for having a beard and being buff. So I really appreciate you being on here. Uh, Kyle Lasagna, thank you so much. I wanted to ask you, is it is it the beard that makes you buff or or is it the buffness that causes you to have the beard? How is How does that kind of play out? That's a good question. Jeez, I think it is the. It's an important. It's an important. It's an important question. It is. It is honestly. It shaped my entire photography career. So yeah, I think it's the buffness that led to the beard. Um, I think you know, increased testosterone, all that jazz, buffness, and like we said, my body's like we reached the uh, the, the limit. I mean, the max for buffness. So let, let's grow the beard to balance it out, right? So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the whole look. Uh, Kyle kind of gave it away, everybody. This is not the Beards and Buff podcast. In fact, this is the Photography Brothers podcast. And uh, normally, it's me, your photographer, Jared Poirier. And most of the time, we would have Michael Costa, uh, another fine photographer. He's taking a little break, uh, which, you know, I respect. It's honestly uh, a very good thing to do, take a break sometimes in life. And uh, we're going to do some guest episodes. And uh, Kyle was nice enough to come on here. Um, Kyle is, he is, none of that stuff was lies. Um, He is buff. (laughs) He does have a beard. Uh, He's also a tremendous photographer. Uh, I was just telling Kyle a little bit uh, off mic that, well, I guess still into the mic, but the mic wasn't recording anything. <laughs> that I just, I honestly have been really appreciating his photography. Uh, like anybody else, I spent a little bit of time scrolling around on Instagram, and uh, it's definitely not wasted time when I come across your post, man. So I uh, really love your fashion photography. Uh, really different, really standing out. You really have your own style. You know, we'll talk about uh, <laughs> some of those things in a bit. Uh, but let's just talk a little bit about you, man. So, you know, what have you been working on lately? What's up with you? Uh, so yeah, lately it's been a lot of ups and downs in this industry, just trying to figure out my place. Mm-hmm. Um, especially cause you said like, I have my own style and like, I personally don't think I have a style. I think I'm still trying to find that style. So a lot, but as of late, it's been a lot of researching, doing courses, classes, it kind of like helped my, me to find that so I can move, moving forward in the future. I kind of have a trademark style where people yeah, know nice. it's my work. Um, so that's been kind of like the main goal for the past couple of months is really just trying to dial into like the fashion stuff and make sure that I am doing everything that I want to do, um, how I want to do it. And yeah, that's pretty much been it as of late. It's been fun. It's been a journey. You know, we are in some peculiar times, but at the end of the day, Life goes on, and I think we think we still think we still are. I don't know. Looking around at the times, don't seem any less peculiar. Just in a different way, I guess. But yeah, you got to get through. Sun's shining now a lot more, so that's good. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's warming me up, warming my heart up. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's that's really cool, man. It's good that you've been focusing on that and taking the the time. You know, uh, similarly to my friend Lars, uh, we shot episode fifty of uh, the podcast in his studio, and I was talking with him. He's been doing a lot of 
of like classes. He's an actor, right? And he's been doing taking the time and doing a lot of these like serious acting classes and, you know, even spending quite a bit of money <laughs> towards that. But no, I, I think that's really smart. Like in times when even, you know, as you we were saying, like the winter as well, like for a, for a fashion photographer who likes to shoot a lot outdoors, right? But as you do, you're kind of like a little bit screwed in that sense. And it's good to make the best of that time and, uh, you know, refine your skills. And yeah, I don't know, keep keep working, keep improving because yeah, we talk about it a lot, but like it's, it's never over with photography. Right. And until you're, even if you're Michael Bay, right. There's still stuff that he has to learn about cameras and whatnot. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I think the the one thing I tell myself is like, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. And I think that's a driving force to constantly keep learning because no matter how good you do or how far in this intro you get, you know, like you never want to settle. You should always be striving to, keep getting better you know what I mean so yeah collaborating with people and uh and learning from them that actually reminds me too like we're gonna get into some uh stuff here like uh I want to talk a little bit about um like your experience working with models and things like that because I think that that's uh kind of um you know important thing that you've done and you can probably offer some advice on that but before we get into that stuff I want to talk a little bit about how you met because I think it's kind of random (laughs) and like funny story um yeah how did how did uh we end up being friends man how did we end up meeting oh man I was I had a shoot that day and I was just walking around after the shoot my gimbal and just filming things because I was like okay like well I'm here it's the weather's nice and I want to get some gimbal practice in um, and then, yeah, just walking the street, then I, we crossed paths and you're just like, Hey, do you shoot video? And I was like, yeah. Um, as you can tell, I'm gimbling right now. Um, and you know, you're, like, you're like, I don't know how to use it. What is <laughs> I'm this? still figuring it out, you know, yeah. like I'm just going through the, the motions, but yeah, it's very random. And I, I think it was just like a chance meeting. And I think it's important to like reaching out to other creators and like, even in the most random times, cause you never know where things are going to take you right so yeah met you on the street i'm pretty sure it was queen street right queen street west man yeah right outside the beer store if i had to guess i was probably grabbing a beer at the beer (laughs) store yeah and i think i was walking towards a ghost station so um but yeah met you and then we chatted for a bit and he said potentially get some gigs going we did some we did that one real estate gig yeah i still remember that my first time ever doing anything real estate related uh it was very interesting it's cool enjoyed it but yeah i mean i think that's important to just like collaboration right and like meeting people and like always hearing what people have to say because you never know like i can i could have just been like cool man like peace like <laughs> thanks <for laughs> yeah, you exactly, know right? but like yeah. i i always see every every chance encounters an opportunity to learn everyone has something to teach you you know what i mean that taught me that like hey real estate is actually not as like it, corny as and bad as, I thought as it you was. thought <laughs> you know like it could be fun doing the right things working at the right yeah. like agencies and stuff like that so yeah, you know, chance encounters. And like, since then, I always tell people just like, yo, you never, people be on the street, just always be like optimistic that like these people probably just want to connect because you have something yeah. in common, right? If I didn't have a camera in my hand, we probably wouldn't have connected, right? Just been another passerby on the street, right? So. Yeah, you got to carry that camera with you. That's that's your Always. advertisement. You got to carry that <laughs> advertisement, right? I even bring it when I go to meet clients and just like, don't even, just put it on the table, you know? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> you're just letting them know you're like look at this 
I'm, I'm a legit uh, photographer, mm-hmm. you can tell by seeing this. But yeah, man, that's always been my approach as, uh, well, I come from a small town in Ontario, right? So I'm much more used to just talking to people and, you know, being super friendly with people. Uh, my buddy in uh, India, who I, he does like 3D printing and stuff like that, I just like, kind of melt, met him uh, by making YouTube, but he sent me this um like a meme recently of like someone in Canada, how like the rest of the world opens a door. They just like open it a little bit for themselves and go through and close it. And then he's like how Canadians open a door and they like open it and they're like, you're all the way across the courtyard. And they're just like, it's cool. I'll hold it. I'll wait. Right. And he was like, is this real? And I'm like, yeah, dude, that is absolutely real. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I've done that before in the past. And I've had people done to me. I'm just like, I'm not even close to you guys, but I appreciate it. <laughs> it's always that, like, it's either, like, a good interaction or, like, a kind of awkward where just, like, like, thanks, you didn't need to do this, like, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, just that yeah. that general niceness, man. And, yeah, that's definitely going to uh, start coming back now that the winter is over as well. Just, like, don't be afraid if you uh, see someone, like, doing something cool. Like, any, pretty much any time I've ever done it, I can't even really think of a time when someone's just been, like, oh, cool, man, like, leave me alone or whatever. It, it honestly doesn't happen. Like, even when I see people who are, like, shooting a little short film or something, I'll just, like, check up on them being like, oh, what are you guys shooting? Oh, that's cool. Like, here's my, you know, this is my YouTube if you want to connect or whatever. You really don't know what that's going to lead to down the line. You start a exactly. basic connection. And, yeah, and then I'll try to look out for some more uh, collabs for us to do now that uh, the weather's getting nicer too you know don't necessarily so, yeah. don't necessarily have to get in that studio <laughs> can always be a pain in the ass um sometimes anyways let's get into uh the main topic of this podcast uh i think we want to talk a little bit about like the fashion photography work that you do um maybe a little bit of like working with model stuff and even like location scouting i know you don't want to give away too many secrets but uh, oh i'm an open book know. like <laughs> we can we can approach that with care (laughs) maybe uh a good place to start is like where do you where do you find models to work with like how do you kind of go about about that stuff yeah okay perfect so yeah finding models has been like for the most part fairly simple um i work with mostly females so what i've kind of found the cheat code for that is i'm always like skeptical about like approaching people i don't know on yeah. like the internet as a guy yeah. approaching a female right so yeah, yeah um i've learned my woe i've learned my lessons from that and like i i still do it every now and then and like i, I have a way of doing where just like being um being approachable not kind of coming off as like a weirdo because they're i mean i'm not gonna lie there are some weirdo photographers in this industry right so mm-hmm. that's the thing that i'm always worried about like, i don't want to ever like I know I will never fall into that category, but I never want to mistakenly come off that way. So mm-hmm. for the most part, I've just been like like interactions, like every now and then, like commenting on stories and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but as of late recently, I've learned that I just ha- I just reach out to other female creators, whether they're stylists, models, and stuff like that, and kind of have them break the ice for me. Um, nice, use yeah. it kind of as a, a reference, you know, it's like, I've worked with this guy before. He's cool. He's legit. Um, I feel like it really, uh, it really limits that kind of stalemate, like the awkwardness at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just been a lot easier that way. And I think that's going forward the best way for me to go. Um, even though I have like a, I have like my, like I've shot with a bunch of people so far and I've had my references at the end of the day and people know me cause I don't really uh, I don't really like hide myself on my Instagram. I'm very out there. Like people know me, they know yeah. my face. 
yeah. they know my personality and how I am, which I feel is another good thing because oh, yeah. it's kind of tough to reach out to new people if people don't really know who you are or your character is. If you're just a photographer, only post all your work and never yourself, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard. Like, I, if you reach out to me, like, I don't know what you look like. How can I be like, yes, for sure, I'll meet you at the studio <laughs> and, or yeah. outside, and, right? And, and on Instagram, it's like half the time, you know, the account's not even real or whatever, right? Like, there's so exactly things that can be going on. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think like I, I was just really doing it, just like putting myself out there and show showing my face and just reaching out to my friends to help me out. Yeah. Or just putting out Instagram posts saying yeah. I'm looking for models so they come to you. You know what I mean? It kind of eliminates that entire like sliding to people's DMs to, to work with them and stuff like that. It's just like, well, you know, I'm here to shoot photos. You want photos. Here's the Instagram post. You respond to the Instagram post, and there we are. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. conversation that's, gets blown and everything. Yeah, and that's something that's not just for like photographers, but pretty much anybody that's in business, right? Like if you mm-hmm. can, anytime that you can go through a referral and it, it just saves you so much time of like building that relationship, building that trust. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've worked with this guy. I can vouch for him, right? And then mm-hmm. you're already, you already have one foot in the door and you don't have to go through that awkward. It is kind of like relationships, right? It's like, if you have someone introduce you, then, you know, it's a little bit, <laughs> just, just yeah, the, easier. The, the ice is like pre-broken, you know, it's like, yeah, it's looked up the way, you know, yeah. now you can just like just put a foot in and it's, it's all gone. Right. So. And putting your putting your personality out is a big part of that, right? Yes. It's like being a known quantity. Yeah, it's something that I have to try to convince people all the time, right? Because I try to sell people on like the idea of making YouTube videos and and mm. stuff like that. And for for me, it's like mostly from the real estate side. But yeah, I'm telling them the same type of thing. Like if all you post is the the listings that you're doing, right? Like if you go to their Facebook or their Instagram and it's just like pictures of houses you're like oh i don't know who this person is like can i really work with them i don't know mm-hmm. i there's two there's like two uh schools of thought like some people think you know you get more business by like being more like i don't know <laughs> being more quiet i guess on on social media and stuff like that yeah. but that's yeah, never really been like my strategy man i'm a lot more like you or i'd rather uh, i mean obviously i have a podcast <laughs> 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 so you know uh i want people to know about me and and who i am and stuff like that and it does help me a lot right like people are a lot more receptive if you're putting that content out there and uh, a big change for me recently like i always do youtube and whatnot but um doing a lot of instagram reels you do those too right yeah i'm, I'm on tiktok actually so like i oh, just okay, repost okay. my tiktok just repost to instagram them, yeah. reels but i mean they're all that's the same cool, thing, man. right? And I, lo- I love them, so I that's what that's what Instagram is. They just they actually just changed their slogan. It says uh, Instagram. It's where you repost your TikTok content. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> it's perfect for that, and yeah, and you find like yeah, similar to what I'm finding, where when you actually go to message people, they kind of like, oh, I saw your reels, and like those are sweet. Exactly, and that's yeah. it. Like I said, like I I already like pretty much gave you the business card already. You know my information. You know who I am. And yeah. it's like, hey, it's like, oh, I've seen your work. Or it's like, I saw you work with this person. Yes, 100% love to work with you. This and that, you know, and it's just been, it's just been so much easier doing it that way. Uh, because I used to, in the past, I used to be very like, I mean, my whole Instagram was like real Jesus and sounds like lasagna. That's like the whole thing for it. So I used to just like never post myself and just post my work. So I didn't want to, I don't want, I didn't want my face to be known on my brand. Yeah. But then like, it was just hard to get gigs. People were like, I don't know who you are. Like how would someone hire me? just based on my work like I could be the best photographer in the world but have like a shitty character you know like yeah and they're like wow you are not 
a nice person. He works great, but like we probably won't hire you again, right? So then I'm just like, hey, this is me. Like I am an oddball. I'm very, I'm very out there. I'm also, I'm very introverted too, but I'm also like, I'm an ambivert, so I'm, I'm half and half. Dude, that's hilarious. I never thought I never thought of you being introverted, but you know, people are oh, people are com- people yeah. are complex. <laughs> yeah, you know, you kind of have to like put yourself out there on Instagram, which like before I used to like kill me, Jared. I was just like, oh my yeah. god, like I, yeah. I have made a video. I'm just like, mm, no, no. But it's now a, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's a barrier to, to show off. It's a barrier to get over, but like I always say, it's just like some. It's it's like anything else. Like if you're afraid to do something, you're gonna be afraid to do it forever. Like in public speaking, like you know, making video content on the internet is basically just another a form of public speaking. And we've all heard those stats that like there's people who would rather get in a pit of scorpions or whatever, <laughs> or what you know what I mean. They're like yeah. so afraid of it that they would like go through and any other pain or embarrassment, like have uh, tarantulas on their face or do a public speech. They're like can you get those tarantulas <laughs> bring those tarantulas yeah. over here you know but like if you if you never do it you never get out of that mindset right and it, it wasn't easy for anybody man like i've been making youtube videos for god like four or five years at this point right and like my mm-hmm. my early ones suck <laughs> oh you're like, telling yeah. me because I, I started off in this industry i wanted to be a, a vlogger Okay. Like, I was watching like Casey Neistat, Casey Neistat. And, like, Neistat. Guys oh here we go start, you know because you, you search up cameras and you're just like you were trying to get into sort of cameras and like these are the guys who are out there doing things. So I was like, "Well, oh, I can vlog," and I'm, I started off vlogging. They're on the internet. I never tell people where they are, but there's like oh, four shit. or five vlogs that I've made before and passed it. They're god awful. You're gonna like, send them to god me. He's gonna put them in the Zoom. <laughs> yeah. I won't share it. It's private. <laughs> I will books. gladly send them to you. They're on um, Vimeo. They're on Vimeo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're god awful. But it's like at the same time, it's like if I can literally go outside back in 2017 and shove a camera in my face on a not even like a gorilla pod i had a monopod i think yeah. I, I have it here somewhere i had a full ass monopod that walk around in my gimbal and talk to it in the middle of like airports middle of the yeah. city at graduation yeah. you know i'm just like this is nothing <laughs> if i can do this i can literally yeah. put my phone in my face and yeah. be like hey guys this is me <laughs> You know, Su- so. super uncomfortable. I got I got kicked out of um, the parliament before, so you know I oh, yeah. I wasn't even doing a video related to that. I just liked the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these big guys, they were buff and had beards, so they probably listened oh, to this man. podcast and they were like, the worst, "Hey, dude, the worst kind what's of guys. up?" I was like, "Uh oh, all right, all right, all right, gentlemen." <laughs> me and my camera are gonna be out of here you know so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know going around doing a little bit of vlogging um doesn't doesn't sound so scary to me anymore i'm pretty no, used to it all. talk talking in public doesn't really scare me i mean if people don't like me that's one thing but you know sometimes people just aren't gonna like you and then that's good too because then you know you're already sorting them out of people who want to work with you and, and people who don't right if they don't like me i'd prefer to not 100%. like find out by trying to work with them i'm just like yeah. sweet exactly <laughs> I'm uh, I'm pretty good with that, man. Uh, this is gonna derail us a bit, but I actually met Casey. I have a story about that. Do you know that? Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was I um, found out that he was gonna be at this event. Uh, I live at um, you know near the Fort York area, um, and there was an event at the um, what's that place called? The big um, uh, Metro Toronto? No, no, the other one. 
whatever, the other convention center. <laughs> Anyways, Casey Neistat was working an event there, and it was at the time I was doing uh, freelance bartending, so I could work like bartending gigs all of the all over the city through an agency like the ROM, AGO, whatever, right? Uh, basically, that event came up, and I was like, book me on that, because I just knew he was going to be there, and I wanted to get a selfie with him, and then I went and found him backstage, and I was like, Casey, what's up, man? Like, And uh, yeah, I got a picture with him, shook his hand, all of that, and uh just kind of briefly spoke with him for a bit. I had uh, broken my collarbone skateboarding recently, and I told him about it. And he was like, uh, I wasn't vlogging at the time. Should have been. Yeah. Missed opportunity. <laughs> missed that footage. But he was like, dude, make sure you get back skateboarding like, and all that. And I, and I did. I did it for Casey, you know. So he's he's chill in real life, man. He's, pretty, he's a really cool guy. I assume so. Like, I feel like some guys, like, you can kind of tell, like, that's their personality. It's too hard to yeah. fake that. Yeah. Like his personality yeah. is too hard to fake. Like you'd have to really curate like your entire sh- life to fake that, right? So. I'm sure he dials it up a little, right? As we yeah, all do. Yeah, a little right? bit. Yeah but, yeah, but I feel like he's still kind of like a like a very out there, outspoken guy. So that's cool, though. Yeah, man, it was pretty rad. Hopefully, now that there's uh, events, there'll be more opportunities for that type of BS again. You know, I can go and mm-hmm. get some pictures. They, like that's how you get the, some serious advice sometimes from people as well, right? Is like just go find the creators who you admire and being able to talk with them in real life. Like they, like you, man. Like you're saying, like I'm an open book. I, I, I view it the same way, right? Just like sharing knowledge and experience with people is always good. You, you always get some back, right? In exchange, so. Mm-hmm. It's always good. Yeah, man. Uh, let's switch gears here a little bit, man. Let's get into the real secrets here. Let's talk about uh, location scouting. <laughs> so, <laughs> my favorite. How do, how do you do? You take the approach that I take, where you just are the uh, the lazy photographer, and you pick something in your neighborhood. You're like, man, this spot, the this spot is fire. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, like it's because like I I don't live in, I don't live in a city. I live in Pickering, right? So okay, you do a lot uh, of shoots out in Pickering. Force, yeah, you had to kind of force your hand with the creativity because. Obviously, in this industry, like, especially growing up, like, around Toronto, like, all we see is, like, the big city, this, that, and that. Everyone shoots in the city, stuff like that. But there's been times where I just, like, I just didn't want to go to the city. You know what I mean? Like, I was lazy. I didn't want to take a go trip. I didn't want to be stuck on DVP. Yeah. So I was like, let's go and stay home. Uh, so, funny enough, my, my, one of my biggest tips, I tell people all the time, people don't believe me, but Google Earth has been literally a saving grace for finding locations in, like, okay. kind of like the country. Not so much the city. The city's tough because, like, all you see is buildings and stuff like that, and everything's, like, hidden in alleyways and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, finding, like, cool spots. I've, I've just gone to Google Earth and just looked around. And I'm like, oh, this – I didn't know this is, like, five inches from my house. Like, I've never seen this before. Oh, cool. Um, like, as the actual street view, you mean, or – Yeah, the street view. Like, you can kind of go through everything, right? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. They, they, they don't update it too much. They should really update it. I think it would be a lot of – because, like, some of the stuff I've seen recently, I'm like, that's not even there anymore. There's houses there now. Um. But yeah, I use Google Earth a lot for when I'm in, um, like, back home or, like, if I'm going to, like, somewhere I haven't been before. But when I'm in the city, it's literally just walking around. And places I walk around and drive to, drive to, and if I see something cool, I'm like, okay, mental note, I'll put a pin on my map and I'll screenshot mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. the thing, like, the um, coordinates and stuff like that. So I can come back to it. And that's pretty much it. A lot of my location scouting has been through um, just driving around. I go for a lot of walks when I'm in the city. Um, talking to people and Instagram, really, you can just search Toronto. Yeah, that's true. Um, See where people are kind of just go through or people's gone through before or like locations and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's fairly, it's fairly simple. You gotta be open-minded and I try my best to not shoot where a lot of people have shot before, but at the same time, yeah, I don't care really because my whole thing is like, 
yeah, people, it's been overshot, but, like, I can always do it better. That's or different, at least, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I can always do it dif- different or better. Like, Graffiti Alley, like, people hate Graffiti Alley. My yeah. problem is I go to Graffiti Alley, like, five times in a row, and I can make it look different every time, right? right? It's just all perspective and your creativity levels. Um, but, yeah, location scouting has been, like, a big thing for me, because sometimes I feel like you just have to put the camera down and just walk around the city and kind of just explore. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, it's easy to look, look through your lens and be like, oh, this looks cool. But, like, I think when you're just fully focused on just, like, walking, you kind of just kind of just like, well, I'll, I'll walk through here. Or there's times where, like, if I don't have my camera gear on me, I'm like, oh, I might I might hop this little fence right here. Because I, I, no, I have no gear to worry about and, like, see where this takes me or see if this path takes me. This road looks a little sketchy. I'll walk down here because, like, I mean, if I do get robbed. Like, no, I have nothing on me, so I'm not super concerned, right? Um, and stuff like that. And, and, what just, is, like, and what does that beard say to, to would-be robbers, right? They're like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been, I haven't been confronted yet, so... I think the beer's like a repellent, maybe. It might um, be, man. They look the at their, I don't know. They look at that. They look at their buddy, and they're like, "This guy's got a beard." And the guy looks back, yeah. and he's like, "He looks, he looks pretty buff too. Like he could be wearing a big coat, but I don't know. Yeah. I would, I don't think it's worth it. He's got a nice camera, but still, no." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and I think it's just a lot of times it's just going away from the norm because, like, the city's so big. But obviously, we yeah. we tend to stick around the core and stuff like that. But like, there's yeah. so much like little outskirts and suburbs that like maybe the go train or like the TTC doesn't get to you and you might have to just heat like heel toe there and stuff like yep. that. And I think for the most part, that's kind of been my, my main way of finding locations has just been exploring. You got to kind of explore. Yeah. Um, because even like in, like I know we talked about earlier, but like even in wintertime, it, the same locations are totally different in wintertime versus like totally spring different, and summer. Man. Right. And, it's and then you catch, catch them at like four or five o'clock and like the color that's like whoa there's like all these purples and oranges and everything to work with bouncing off the yeah you're just staying open-minded man that's a big part of it is like you don't really look outside and be like oh man the light's crap today i guess we're not shooting right or you know Mm -hmm. oh i'm not in i'm not downtown today guess i can't shoot right there's always like (laughs) locations you know to uh to scout out and yeah toronto is kind of overshot in a way as well like that there's just so much coverage obviously so many photographers so many brands everything being launched in the city that you know a lot of shit does get covered but sometimes i'll see like very well shot areas shot in a new way and i'll be like damn is that that spot like yeah mm-hmm. if you're whole, you're no even maybe you get a drone or a selfie stick or whatever you're shooting from like way higher angles and stuff it's like looks totally different even uh yeah even graffiti alley which ton, tons of photographers in there the the pea smell does not scare people away oh right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah my, my old my old it. job like my our parking lot was in graffiti alley so i was there all the time and i'm just like yeah i go there i'm like wow like this is like actually I think I immune to it, or it's just like, yeah. wow, this is like, but, you know, it's like, we don't have a lot of like, super cool spots or very cool <laughs> spots in Toronto, so I think people kind of just, like, yeah. suck it up, right? Because no matter when, there's always people in there taking photos, like, you know, and I love graffiti mm-hmm. out because I, I, I piss people off all the time. I'm like, hey, like, just found this place called Spray Paint Alley or Spray Paint Lane before, like, <laughs> it's Graffiti Alley. I'm just like, oh, but, like, yo, photographers, check this out. Like, this spot's cool. I bet no one ever yeah. knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's like so. going to go into a hardcore punk rock guy and being like, "Yo, have you heard of this band, the Dead Kennedys? Like, they're really good. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you, you might. I see you've got like a lot of clothespins in your face and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, you're gonna love this band, Dead Kennedys, man. Yeah, yeah it's pretty funny, dude. I don't know. Photographers, uh, they sometimes have a, a bit of an ego, I suppose, but 
Yeah, I try to to not do that, man. There is kind of a tough thing that comes across, though, of, you know, it's funny that you bring that up, just like the the language of photography. And like after a while, uh, you know, I was hanging out with my buddy Tristan yesterday and we were just like shooting the shit about uh, about camera gear and whatnot. And like he mentioned the Canon R5 and then I was like telling him all the, this, this and this about megapixels and we're talking all this. And I was just stopped and I was like, Tristan, I love talking to you, man, because nobody else understands me. Right. Do you experience that? Like as a photographer, you know, you get used to uh, knowing like so many niche things things and it like sadly becomes difficult to relate to the other people in the world <laughs> yeah i mean for me it's, it's it's a little i have a different approach with most of that stuff like i yeah i try not to talk shop too too much yeah um i think for me like i don't as much as I, like cameras are like my livelihood i don't want it to be like the talking points which is like like i've had relationships where like my friends and, like stuff like oh you just talk about cameras i'm just like uh like i don't care to talk about this like there's time yeah. and place but like i'm also like if I get if I meet someone who like is like a gearhead, then like oh I will definitely like bang it like we'll go we'll go at it you know we'll definitely go at it for a bit. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely feel you on that. Uh, it's funny because I, I just made a TikTok. I made a TikTok last year about like because uh, you just mentioned like like questions stuff like that and just like how cannon shooters um, like will gear like gear gear jargon you to death over things. You know what yeah. I mean, I uh, just like because like I've been times like that where I'm just like just chilling. Not even like in a remotely related like yeah. camera setting, and then like a camera photographer will like find out that I shoot Sony, and they're like, "Well, like, why don't you shoot Canon? This, that, and that." And it's like, and they start saying uh, real <laughs> crazy shit like phase detection, autofocus, yeah. and stuff, and you're like, "All I'm right, like, dude, yeah, like, man." Like, oh, well, yeah. I love how this conversation, but like, we are at a wedding. <laughs> I'm not even shooting the wedding. Like I know you know that I shoot, but we're not shooting the wedding right now. So like, I don't like, want to go into. I'm trying to get drunk right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the time um, this night's over, I don't want to know what a megapixel is. Like yeah, I don't want to exactly. think about it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely like having these conversations. Like there's time, like there's definitely times where like I'll, I'll get, like it'll be overkill. I just get like, yeah, drained. I'm just like I've I've talked cameras for 20 minutes. I don't want yeah. to talk. I don't even want to look at my camera anymore. Um, but yeah, totally sometimes I think people, yeah, people forget that it's just a tool at the end of the day, right? Like the mm -hmm. the thing is that you're taking a picture, like the fact that, yeah, you need like a fancy camera to, to do it and stuff, but it's more about the art. Like, <laughs> it's funny, man. So many people get wrapped up in bodies as well when like lights is the thing, right? Like if you have the, you know, have the best body in the world, best lens, freaking you're holding seven grand in your hand, right? And you're in a dark room, like... You know, it's not going to look good. You need lights. <laughs> and, no, you know, lights cost a couple hundred bucks and, you know, that drop, add that to your body. Is it getting that much better, you know? No, I understand. I learned that, like, the that was me starting out, which is, like, I always, I didn't have all the top gear. Most of my gear starting out was hand-me-downs from my friend Colin. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. I'd buy all those old cameras, you know, and stuff like that because I didn't, I couldn't afford buying like the 5d mark three like, i always want a 5d mark III. i probably will still buy one eventually don't just, please like, don't one, that's for the sake of having one because it was the camera like it was the camera but then i was seeing as, like people just using you might as well buy a carriage and a horse too while you're at it and you can ride around. yeah you know and like i just saw it and i i think i got introduced to like strobes and stuff like that and it's like people are shooting with the like i had a 70d back then like i love that camera and people nice, are shooting yeah. strobes off of that i'm just like holy hell like there's no way this is my camera like, it's not the same camera that I use. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this guy's using a kit lens, shooting at, like, F, like, 6 something. I'm like, how are you shooting at yeah. F6 and having good pictures? I'm like, yeah. Well, he, like, he traded yeah. a beer for that lens. You're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's just that. 
Uh, and then she's like, yeah, so you're right. Lighting is literally everything. Um, I wish I, I, I'm sorry not to invest more into lighting. Um, I wish I got more into it before because like it definitely makes things so much easier. But oh, there's always yeah. so there's always more gear to buy, right? The companies make sure like, yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> got to buy that gimbal. Got to buy that like body, that lens. Yeah. And hopefully you have some light money left, you know? Yeah, 100%. But I guess you don't need the gimbal too much, right? Are you doing a lot of videos these days, or it's pretty pretty strictly the funny enough, yeah. Like I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to shift. Like so, like I think the split between photos and videos was like, let's say seventy thirty photos videos for like yeah. last year. Like this year, I'm trying to shift like eighty twenty video photo. Oh seriously. Um, but like yeah, but yeah. So like I tell people that, and like they're like, oh sure, like so you're trying to like not do as much photo. I'm like I'm trying to do like way more photos last year but way more videos where like the 8020 is still more volume than what i did last year just because that's kind of where in the fashion industry especially there's like i'm sure you can find like 40 fashion photographers without trying on instagram find like can you find me 10 fashion video people in like half an hour probably not you know yeah, it's tough point, and that's where i was like okay let me find the gap and it's like i love video a lot of these fashion photographers can't do video so I'll do video. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I'm shifting my focus now. And yeah, I don't, I have my gimbal. It's currently on the floor right there. Um, but <laughs> I, I really switched into like handheld. Much, yeah. yeah. I really got into handheld recently. I just currently built that's like sick. a handheld, like cinema rig for that's my sick. camera. It's like beefy. I love it. Um, <laughs> it just works. It works with the beard and the buffness. It really goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> camera's camera's got to be buff too, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, definitely this year I really want to shift more into videos. Try to shoot some uh, some fashion short films, uh, nice. short films in general. Um, that's kind of where the goal is at because I feel like I've hit my plateau, unfortunately, with photos. Yeah. And I think when I when switching mediums all the time kind of like opens up. Um, your mind to like try new things and I just for feel sure, like for sure. I just, photos just kind of got stagnant I think I just got really like I've been doing them so much and it was easy for me to turn them around just like that where it just like kind of felt boring like editing photos is very boring for me versus like editing a video you know moving pictures true, sound true. sound design color grading versus like photos are just like you color grade it and then you like export it and you're just like then well, you export it yep yeah, and then you do it like 30 more times, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, and you do uh, that, the same process over and over again. Yeah. At, at least there's Lightroom, dude. Like, you don't have to edit them one by one in Photoshop, thank God, anymore, right? So. Yeah, honestly, I'm trying to phase out of Lightroom. I'm trying to phase out, out of the entire Adobe suite, to be honest. Oh, really? Like, Damn. These guys would rob me every month. Oh, dude, our, our Adobe sponsorship's going to bail if you do that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Adobe, I still love you guys, but yeah, y'all need to... Honestly, all I need from Adobe is just like a solo Premiere Pro monthly payment. Yeah, yeah. But the monthly payment's like 60 bucks. And then you the might as well get The suite I'm paying for is $40 right now, so like I'm going to pay for everything. the suite, right? Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, no, you don't need to explain that to Adobe, man. They they understand yeah, that. They, they know. They, <laughs> they know. put it. They put it together like that for uh, for that reason. I, <laughs> I love uh, I love Premiere though, man. I don't know. I don't know how I'd live without Premiere to be honest. I've tried some of the other ones, but I don't know. It's not. It's obviously not perfect. But yeah, going back to what you were saying earlier, though, dude. I think that really is uh, some solid advice, man. Like I hope that people were listening up to that, right? Just that thing that you said about like the the availability of it right 
just that mm-hmm. you're when you can compete on that level of okay it's a it's like a scarcity thing there's so many people already doing fashion photography from that client perspective like just think about it if you're a client right and you work in fashion do you want to hire someone who just does one thing or someone who can do it both and do both like at a high level with style and that takes practice like you when I've shot my best videos, it's because I was shooting videos constantly, right? I was shooting every week, maybe even like two, three shoots a week. And then all of a sudden stuff starts stacking in my brain where I'm like, oh, these gimbal moves, these settings, all of that stuff, right? It's like you have to be out there and constantly shooting it. And, you know, clients clients notice that stuff as well. Like I've really always stuck with that thing of putting the quality of the product first and like trying to always make the best thing that I can, even if I have to make like personal sacrifices to, to achieve that. But people do notice, man. And they, they might not be able to explain why, obviously like the, what I was going back to what I was saying earlier, how we can't relate to normal people and how we're like complete aliens now <laughs> on account of knowing More photography. Less, yeah. Um, but pe- people will like, uh, they'll say, Oh man, like this looks so good. And it just looks, they'll say it looks pro, right? They won't be able to say like, Oh, because they lit it this way or they shot extra frames and slowed it down and post. They, they, they don't know stuff like that. Right. But making that, uh, making that impression and it ties in really well with what you're saying earlier too, about like getting that repeat work. Right. And not like mm-hmm. having to dump so much effort into, into getting all of those leads and, and things like that. I, I mean, I, obvious question. I, I can tell with the level of your work, right, that your your approach is very similar. You know, I'm sure that you're putting in some extra hours on some of those photo edits, right? <laughs> oh, always. Yeah, I just it's like I just like to go. I don't go too off track. But like I just got into like Capture One um, and stuff like that for photo editing because like I just felt like Lightroom was good. Um, yeah, but it was limiting. And like just like you, I tried so much different programs, and I always I have like three photo editing programs that I use like differently. Like I, my iPad has this one called affinity photo, which I really like because the Lightroom is a, the Lightroom app isn't a Lightroom classic on iPad. It's Lightroom like mobile and it's missing a lot of features. Right. Mm. Um, so same thing as Photoshop and iPad. So I just use a bunch of different mm. stuff, but like as of now, like capture one is like, I'm trying to shift mainly to capture one, um, just cool. for tethering wise. Cause cool. They don't like Lightroom is like tethering for Sony for some reason. They love Canon. Canon tethering is no problem, but Sony yeah. are like, no, we don't, we don't want you in our program. So yeah, Symphony Capture One for the most part. Trying to get into Photoshop a lot more because I feel, I feel like once you're like you're on Lightroom a bunch and you do all your photo edits like that, like once you hit that plateau where like I can't do any more to this photo until yeah. I bring it into something else, right? So yeah. that's kind of where I'm trying to learn the ins and outs of Photoshop because I learned Lightroom and Premiere Pro for the past couple of years. Nice. And then there's always like the after effects in Photoshop, which is like yeah. the next level. But like it's because yeah. you learn these two like ins and outs. It's kind of hard to go to that because it's a new interface. You're just like, I They're don't like this. Yeah, yeah, it's really different. So I'm trying to like get to there and learn, relearn all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's good. To, it's good to not be afraid of it, though. And, you know, that's been a big mm-hmm. lesson of the last few years for me as well. Like not getting too comfortable with like the platforms and things that you're using and yeah being open mind to things because like there's stuff that i've tried and you know i'm always willing to try stuff and see how it works like that's just part of doing business you know but i used to like so be focused on youtube that i didn't really consider other things and then you know in the last couple of years like started this podcast started doing like way more stuff on instagram not that i'm like trying to spread myself out too thin right but 
it, especially for you, man, good on you for getting on the TikTok thing and whatnot, you know, like that's really, I, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of Twitch and whatnot uh, as well. But yeah, just not getting so comfortable. Again, you know what you're saying, just thinking that you're the smart genius guy that's like, yeah, I'm the director of photography, <laughs> right? Like still, still be willing to, uh, to learn and whatnot and uh, still get some, some advice from podcasts and crap like that right is there anything that um that you haven't tried recently that's kind of on the on the horizon you know that you're kind of looking forward and being like man i'd like to jump in there like if i just gave you an extra 40 hours a week you know what would you do with it i guess that's the way to put it i think learning like writing scripts oh shit i think that's like the the one thing that and that and lighting i want to learn lighting um as much as like i don't want to i don't like deep dive into it Mm-hmm. Um, into these things because at the end of the day, there's always someone who's going to be better at it than you that you can just hire to do it. And that's kind of my yeah, mentality true. now where it's like, I don't need to learn everything. Like I said, it's very self I don't need to learn everything. Yeah. I just need to learn everything well enough where I can do it on my own. Right. But like, I'm always going to hire someone else to do it because I don't have time to be running around like a chicken with a head cut off, right? So yeah, I think sure. I think script writing is something I really want to get into because in order to write a short film, you have to write a script. I can't just have a like there's no silent movies anymore, right? So I mean, it'd be cool to try to do a silent movie, but I don't you could think... also you could also try to imp- you could try to improv a movie, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've done it in the past, yeah. It never it never really works well. <laughs> um, our our yeah. improv off the top there was decent though. You you know you went with it and we we brought it back, so yeah, <laughs> it's pretty no, good. I do love me some improv, but like for a whole short film, I mean, yeah. If I was acting, maybe I think I can act. In the yeah. I don't know. I, I think, yeah, but. Definitely like script writing um, and lighting are the two things I want to get more into, but like, like lighting a little bit, but like script writing is something that I feel like it's so like different than like shooting, but goes so hand in hand that like it won't, I don't think it'll like stretch me thin because it's something totally new. And I just, mm-hmm. I write all the time. I just kind of got to clean it up and make it make yeah. sense. I got to uh, I got to introduce you to my buddy Peter Hatch. He'll actually be hopefully the guest uh, on next week's show. Um, he's a photographer and a filmmaker. He does mostly like horror short films. Uh, he has them up on YouTube under that's the name sh- Deform Lunchbox. Right Do you know there. him? I make Do you know him? Films. No, oh, no, I want to make horror movies. Like that's what I that's like I just interviewed sh- for. So. All right, check out Definitely. check out uh, Deform Lunchbox on uh, on YouTube, man. He's doing things at like a very high level of production. He is all about like the crazy red camera bullshit and whatnot man he's a really cool deformed lunchbox deformed lunchbox yeah man i've I've worked with him before (laughs) on sets and stuff like that i did some uh bts uh some bts stuff for him before yeah this is good podcasting kyle's looking it up live on the podcast (laughs) i wrote in my notes i I always that's another thing i write things in my notes all the time that's actually i want to do that like just like chaos of just a different thing but yeah dude you gotta box. keep check that out after you gotta be my full attention <laughs> yeah you gotta outsource things let the computer do that and then your brain the artist brain can focus right um yeah man uh we're getting pretty close to the the running time of a podcast this has been dope uh, i got a couple couple more questions for you first of all the the question that's on the top of everyone's mind kyle uh why why like lasagna dude like what's up with that name <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ask, yeah, I know. It's, the, it's a classic. If you were like, I talk to people, tell them, like, what's your Instagram? And I'm like, I like lasagna. Like, why wow, you like lasagna? I'm like, well, yeah. Okay, but the, the backstory is Lil Wayne is one of my favorite rappers. One of my, okay. he's my favorite rapper of all time. And I grew up rapper. on him. Not um, Kendrick, dude. This is the Kendrick versus Lil Wayne podcast. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. Not literally. 
<laughs> next topic. Yeah, yeah. Next, next, next chat we'll have. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, but yeah, Little Wayne. Um, one of one of my favorite songs called Six Foot Seven Foot. He says, "Real G's move in silence like lasagna." Okay. Because um, nice. a G in lasagna silent, right? I had to explain it to yeah. people, and people were like, "Some people, times people were like, oh, I get it.' Some people were like, "Real G's." I like. I I love when people repeat it, like, "Real G's move in silence." Because the G lasagna is silent. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So I put that. I couldn't put like real G's with lasagna like lasagna on my Instagram. Yeah. 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 Long. Okay. So I just okay, put like okay. lasagna so people would get it. Um, That's And okay. yeah, I kind of did that because funny enough, my friend, he's my friend now. I didn't know him back then. But my friend Kofi, his Instagram name was Kai the Creative. And my Instagram name was Kyle the Creative. Oh. And Kofi does um, like um, fitness stuff. And like, he has a whole bunch of stuff, but he mostly niche on fitness stuff. So people, and he's also like a large, buff, bearded black man. Um, so people would meet me in person, and be like, "Oh, like you're 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 kind of creative, like you show all that fitness stuff." Oh, I'm just like, man. <laughs> I have never shot fitness in my life, and and he was like, really, like he's definitely well more well like more well than have, I was. Does he have glasses too? No, he doesn't have glasses. Oh, okay, I think he wears them, but like not like, as much as I mean, yeah. And I think like because uh, he's he was more he's definitely more well known to me and stuff like that. So. I try to go to events. People would meet me like, "Oh, yeah, you, you're, you're, you're Kofi." I'm like, "No, that's not me." Um, like, oh, I said, there's a disappointment. Or like, I'm like, "Well, I won't love people to see my work." So I just need to change yeah. my Instagram name. So I think change after it that, up. yeah, I was just like, "Well, I went through like I think I went through like 15 different name changes in like a span of like three weeks to kind of figure things out." And then like I was like, "This literally is my life." Like real juice moving silence. I kind of like I always like favored moving behind the scenes. Yeah. Back, I said that's the, that irony now showing my face now. It's like back then, I was like, I want to move in silence, you know, like do things behind the scenes, never show successes, wins, losses, kind of just like do things and kind of just like not. I don't want to be the face of anything. I wanted the people and my clients to be the, the face of my work, not yeah. me. So that's kind of how it went. And then I kind of just stuck. And now it's just, it's nice because like I, people will search for my Instagram name and like they just type in L I K E dot and it's the first one that pops up every time. I'm just like, well, it's different, dude. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, that's a good call, man. And it's, it sticks, right? Like that's a good thing from a marketing perspective. You know, I'm trying to get mm-hmm. better at that. I'm a very like practical person. So marketing kind of like my brain doesn't really work like that. Like I'm not all about creating mm-hmm. hype for things. I'll just like tell you what's up, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm getting better at that, like kind of like pitching things uh, in a marketing level and getting people's attention, you know, and I think that's really smart, man. It's it's standing out and it makes people ask that question. Right. Like when yeah. I told I, like I told Michael to to follow you as well. Right. So that he'd get a sense of the your photography work. I was like, just even I think before we were even talking about you coming on, I was just like, check out this guy's stuff. Right. And he's like, like lasagna, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it sticks in people's heads at least, dude. So that's always yeah, good. Yeah, people call me lasagna like when I meet them in person. They're like, you're lasagna, right? I'm just like, Kyle, but yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Yeah, and yeah, every nice now, every right? every client meeting, you're taking them to, uh, I don't know, Italian restaurant for lasagna. Oh, that's my trademark, you know? Yeah, <laughs> people got to know what to expect, man. Did you go to Garfield Eats when that was a thing? Do you know what that is? No. Oh, there was a Garfield themed restaurant in Toronto on Bloor Street for a while. Of course, there was. <laughs> yeah, we missed out, but of that's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably survive, man. Anyways, dude, uh, we'll get together for some lasagna pretty soon. Uh, but for now, yes, we'll probably probably wrap up this podcast. You know, I'm sure you've got some photos to shoot, as do I. Uh, any any last stuff you want people to know? You can tell people where to find you. Uh, exciting stuff to promote. Self promo time. Go for it. 
Okay, perfect. Well, like my Instagram, conveniently enough, because my name is so unique that I have it across yeah. all platforms. Oh, sick. <laughs> so no, no one tried to steal it. Well done. So yeah, I'm, I got into the YouTube space this year, actually, funny enough. I so, kind of fell off a bit. Um, I've made tough. a couple of videos so far. Um, yeah, it's, it just wasn't wasn't working that much. I was trying to I try to figure out what I wanted to do. But I'm on I'm on YouTube. It's like lasagna. I'm on TikTok. It's also like lasagna. Nice. Um, and yeah, um, that's about it. Follow me if you want. Um, I do cool things. Uh, I think sometimes people tell me I do. Um, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna agree with them because that once again it's always striving to do cool things. If yeah. You don't think you do cool stuff. You always want to do it. So, um, but yeah, sell promo. I don't like sell promo so much, but like, I, some advice to everyone: just like be a good person in this industry. Um, I know Toronto's full of weirdos who try to talk to you, uh, but sometimes <laughs> they're not weirdos, and sometimes they're good people who. Or- or they, are, or they are, or they are weirdos, yeah. But they're good they're weirdos. weirdos. They're your weirdos. But, yeah, exactly. Everyone has to teach you a lesson because if you yeah. one of them's a weirdo, you're like, well, I won't talk to that guy again. And that's lesson yeah. learned, you know. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I always tell people, it's like everyone's like, what's your like top tip? I'm just like, just be a good person. Then they like, True. I most of the gigs I've gotten in this industry have haven't been because people see my work. They're just like, oh, yeah. I met you and you had a good vibe to you. And oh, then they go, sure. they go on Instagram like, oh, you shoot photos. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh good to know i'm like I'm like yeah you know having these good conversations dude the reputation um, thing is everything man let me just say like from my personal experience i met the even today i met this dude uh sold him my gopro mm-hmm. and like he texted me like yeah you're sure it all works properly blah 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 and i like text him back like i'm not gonna risk my reputation selling you a gopro man like <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you know what dude this is so crazy because i met him and uh he's like what do you do and i'm like i do video and then he's like oh i work for this company we need videos i'll hit you up in a couple weeks or whatever so there you go it's just it man being a nice being nice you know that thing of uh nice guys finish last is a lie man gary v's been posting about that too so if gary v says mm-hmm. it it's got to be true man that guy's he's yeah, he's telling Brendan the truth at that point yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right if you want to uh, if you want to follow me if uh you know you watch kyle's stuff on youtube and you're like man this stuff is too stylish i need <laughs> i need something you know that's uh a little grittier <laughs> i don't know <laughs> check out my stuff uh i've been making some videos on youtube i'm doing my uh metal nerd thing you know in addition to this podcast i uh, got a reaction video that i'm working on for the band hammerfall i'm sure kyle has a lot of opinions on hammerfall we'll talk about those later um <laughs> hey i love metal i love metal music We're, we'll talk Which, maybe I was i'll ask you about that after future collab after i'll talk about that Wait, future yeah. collab future collab in the works there you guys you uh yeah you can check out this podcast photo underscore bros underscore pod on instagram uh and i just want to send a shout out to michael on his own on his own podcast shout out out to michael hope you're having a good break buddy and uh everybody out there uh hope you're taking care of yourself and uh we will be back like in a week